It was probably a song that reminded me of it, or I'd done an Arnold Schwarzenegger voice. Writing is definitely an isolating thing. From an yeah. outside perspective, that's weird as well. It makes fun. us look really um, mental. But that is because of what it kind of said about art. I did. I, I had fun in bits. There were fun bits. We, went and, we went and bought a value pack of straps. Oh my god, going. we did. There is a big lesson here to learn about storytelling. Hey guys, welcome back to the Alpha Artist Podcast, official podcast of digital and creative media works, where each week we take something from pop culture and try to break it down to better understand it. My name is David. My name is Ben. It's raining outside, and oh, I did a, a test it's before. A, it's and a it, cold, drizzly day. It doesn't necessarily show up in the audio, but it might, so look forward to that. <laughs> if it gets heavier, it might. It did on my shotgun mic, but I don't know about the condensers. Um, So this week, uh, we kind of try and do something different this month, because as you know, this year we've been trying to challenge ourselves to pick a new theme each month. So um, to this, to this is, month? Yeah. Yeah, speaking of which, this month we're talking about challenging things. So whether it's a challenging film, a game, a TV show, whatever it is. Things that are either like challenging to interact with or challenging to understand. So given that there's this big hoo-ha on the internet right now about this remake, I figured this week we would talk about the challenge of The Last Jedi. What remake are you talking about, David? I'm pretty sure The Last Jedi is out and it's a film and you, they're not remaking it. What so are you the internet about? lost their fucking mind. And what happened was... This group of, I assume, virgins, I can't confirm that, but I assume, have decided that what they're going to do is they're going to raise money to remake The Last Jedi, and they're going to pay Ryan Johnson and the production crew at Lucasfilm to recreate this film. And that, they have wait, a... Wait, 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 let me give you more context before you lose your lid. They have a backer, a backer, a backer, and they have a... Sorry. They have several independent backers, but they have a backer, an right. unnamed backer, who... Up to I think 150 million dollars will will like dollar for dollar back it. So if they raise 150 million dollars, they will get 300 million right, 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 for the yeah, film. Yeah, yeah. They're up to like 250 million right now. So they're looking at like a budget more than the film cost to make. So however, wait. however, <laughs> however, this is the important thing. Okay. Because I pledge money to this, right? Wait, wait, what the fuck? Let me explain why. <laughs> you don't have to put credit card information. You just say how much you're gonna pledge. So, literally, oh. none of this money exists. No one Wait. has paid a single cent toward this project. <laughs> People have just said they what? will. And there's no requirement to actually can, do it. Can I pledge right now? What yeah, go for it. it. Yeah, go, it's, I just Google, like, uh, Lost Jedi Remake. Um, All right. We're gonna, I'm going to pledge during this episode. Yeah. I don't know if it works on mobile, but you should find out. So, that's, <laughs> that's the situation we're in. So, the, a bunch of people, because they're upset because it ruined characters they grew up loving or some bullshit i don't know um they're upset because there's women and black people in their film i guess i don't know like i so i rewatched the last jedi last night in anticipation for this episode really because, yeah so that's unfortunate so i was able to rent it on youtube for a very small amount of money <laughs> um it's quite cheap right, right yeah, now yeah. uh or I, I bought it on youtube rather and i'll say this about the last when we came out of it initially we were quite positive we were like this is a hot mess yeah, it's fun. it was like, I, I enjoyed it. It was Rew a film. It had a beginning, middle, and an end, and I didn't hate it. Upon a rewatch, there is not really a beginning, a middle, and an end. What there is, is two stories that doth make no sense together. So I wrote some notes down, which I'm sure the audience will enjoy. Right. I'm just going to read you the one key note that I had from my rewatch, and then we'll get into sort of the analysis of like how people are talking about it, and like <clears throat> the problem with the conversation around it and the discourse. So one of the biggest criticisms of the film when it came out is that the stuff on Cantu Bite, like that space... Sorry. Yeah, what's up? Oh, just this tweet. Wow, the remake The Last Jedi campaign has r already raised over 377 million imaginary dollars. That's almost zero in real dollars. Got him, bitch. Um, yeah, none of it can. I will find the website later on. It's, okay. It's hard to find. So the main note that I had, so when the film came out, the Cantu Bite stuff, which is a space casino, is very prequely. 
like big time prequely. Like it's they ride CGI horse things. And so that's that. That's the casino. That's the space casino. The one that everyone hates. Yeah, and it's no good. No. But the note that I made is, and this was interesting because like when I first watched it, I was like, ah, whatever. It's a it's big Star mess. Wars. Yeah. But what I realized watching it last night with some time to digest and think through and like the criticism I've seen. It's not that Cantobite is explicitly bad, it's that they wasted some really interesting opportunities with that setting. Right. So let me let me hit you with this and then we'll talk about my problems with this film versus solo and some other things. So the Cantobite stuff is really wasted in an interesting way because what you had was a setup for a cool espionage B plot where Finn and Rose and uh what's his face? Uh the the creepy <laughs> the no- Coda the, guy the evil boy. They they could have done, like, a cool spy film thing where they dress up as, like, casino gamblers and they kind of sneak their way in and it's, like, a high, high tense, like, you know, Casino Royale style. Yeah. Maybe, like, a, it's, like, a poker face-off or something and, like, they have to kind of keep pretending that they belong and that'd be kind of, like, fun and interesting. Whilst, like, and that'd be fun because they're, like, indulging in this, in this pretend while the ship is being, like, hammered by these, you know, barrages by this big First Order ship. But what you got was, like, this kind of mess that reeks of the prequels. And what I started to realize is reading a lot of internet comments, which is what I did after I watched the film, the biggest problem people have is not that it's explicitly bad, but just that, like, they wasted that opportunity. Because, yeah. okay, let me let me paint you a picture, Ben. Because in the film, if you recall correctly, Poe Dameron um, dislikes the new uh, commander because Leia's unconscious. She did the space wizard thing. Yeah. Got to the ship. We'll keep it, I guess, because she's dead, so she gets to have a space wizard I just pledged $5,000 to remake the Jedi. I love it. Thank you. What was the max? 10000 I don't know. I, they only said 5, I think 000. it's 10000 because I tried to... Yeah, if you... Uh, yeah, but... Uh, my phone 5, did scroll down. Very generous. Yeah, 5000 I love it. I think, I, think this, I think the remake deserves 5000 It does. You know what? I think it does. Yeah. But, like, I guess to me, that whole Canto Bite sequence struggles because it doesn't capitalize on... <laughs> The potential it presents. There's a sequence when I wrote that note where it's when they're riding the big horse things, yeah. and they go through this this alleyway that's like a Victorian steampunk alleyway, but it's all like paved in gold. It looks like a Bloodborne setting, but it's all made of gold and right. like rivulets and stuff, and it looks gorgeous. And I'm like, why didn't we get an espionage? I literally B-plot? don't remember that, but D- don't yeah. worry about it. Why didn't we get like an espionage B plot set in this really different, interesting city that we've never seen in Star Wars before? Because people would have hated it. Anyway. Instead, it's like horse racing with big. <laughs> Pod things with, with big ears like i don't know what it's that's the, about it's the pod racer scene but so I, I think kind of worse than the pod racing though because pod racing pod, pod racing yeah. yeah whereas this is just nonsense yeah <laughs> like they they get on also like okay so there's a whole pack of these weird horse dog things yeah and they get on one of them like there's two of them and they're trying to evade being captured both of them don't need to get back at this point they're trying to escape because they've lost the coda guy anyway yeah like they don't they both should not get on the same one they should get on different ones yeah. like there's just a whole bunch of like weird logic things in this film that don't make any sense but at least it's relatively cohesive as far as what it's trying to do like it's trying to kind of take luke and ray and be like oh there's like some moral complexity here and like Luke doesn't want the Jedi to come back, but what he realizes is the Jedi isn't the code or the texts, it's the people that believe in hope and all that kind of stuff. Like, there's kind of interesting it's things that in this. Mumbo bum- mumbo-jumbo. Yeah, but, like, it's nice. Like, you got, even Yoda, when I rewatched it, I quite liked his inclusion. The puppet's not great, but, like, the, his role in that is is awesome. And, like, the way that he decenters the Jedi and, like, destroys the temple, like, I thought that was really cool and, like, really interesting. But I get why people hated it so much. So I wanted to talk a bit about, like, that that like vitriol and fire that came from this film, where, like people just wanted to like kill Ryan Johnson, and they sent like death threats and rape threats to the woman who plays Rose. 
So, oh, so she left I, Twitter. Yeah, she left Instagram like, as well. Like, if you followed any of Daisy Ridley's social medias, people are just, like, constantly threatening to, like, rape and murder her. And it's like, okay, here's the thing. Real quick, if you like a thing, <laughs> right? Say, I let, okay, let's let's say you like Rice Krispies. Right. Like, I mean, uh, what I are they called here? Uh, bubble, what are they? Um, the uh, rice puffs? Yeah, the, what are they called? Not Cocoa Puffs, what the, are they called? The Rice Bubbles. Rice Bubbles, yeah, that's the one. Snap, Crackle, and Pop. Snap, Crackle, and Rice Krispies have, like, snap, a lot more sugar. Snap, crackle, and pop, bitch. Pretty sure. Here yeah, it's well, because just... Coco's got some flavor to it. Yeah. Whereas the rice... the Yeah, no, that was a rice big thing Krispies in Australia. Rice Krispies has, like, a lot of sugar. Yeah. It. Rice Bubbles is just... Rice Bubbles is mostly just, just empty rice. air. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's weird that you can eat rice for breakfast as cereal. That's a topic for another day. You need corn for breakfast as cereal as well. But let's hypothetically say that, like, that's the thing you love. If someone came out with a new flavor of Rice Krispies and they were still selling the old flavor of Rice Krispies... And you sent rape and death threats to the person that designed and flavored the old, the 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 old and the new flavor, like not just one but both. That's an insane thing to do. Yeah, like that's actually fucking mental that they were like, "We want to remake this film because we think that they've ruined Luke Skywalker." By the way, Mark Hamill is fucking sixty something and looks incredible. Like he looks almost in better shape than I do, right? And he's holy shit. Yeah. And they wanted to they want to remake the film because they think that. Ryan Johnson ruined Luke Skywalker. I've, what did you want him to do? Flips <laughs> and shit like Yoda in the prequels? Like, I've, I feel like there's... I, I sort of I was thinking about this before, about why... Like, what Star Wars... Like, where it's sitting at the moment mm-hmm. compared to a lot of other pop culture and where Star Wars was previously. So, like, we live in a world where Marvel films are kind of the biggest films. Like, like Marvel uh, is just kind of dominating. At least, like for the us. action film, yeah. nerd geek kind of culture. Look at Infinity War, the amount of money it made. Yeah, like, and know, like that gets enough backlash, but it doesn't get the same kind of backlash as Star Wars. Like that, yeah. that is like that. We we can. That's a fact. <laughs> like, no, yeah, no. Like Marvel, like Marvel films get like. The, the most heat they get is people going like, ah, oh, it's more Marvel, this is dumb. Yeah, or it's or like, like really weird... small comic book nerds who are like, well, Captain America doesn't yeah. work like that. Like, or it's, it's like very... adjacent stuff where people were like angry at Black Panther because they're kind of... Because they're, they're racist. They're racist. Or, um, or they just think there's too many of them. Yeah, which is a valid criticism. Of what, too many films. Yeah. Sure, but like it, that's not a criticism of the films. It's a criticism of the... The like, company. Yeah. So... So like Marvel, like Marvel is currently the biggest, mm-hmm. and you you have Star Wars, which is like Star Wars has been around for fucking ages. Mm-hmm. I think there's a there's a weird thing where because so if you think about like the films leading up to Infinity War with Marvel, so like Infinity War is like the I guess like the climax of the current MCU. Mm-hmm. It's like the I mean, it's like the end of Phase Three. It's like well, the like, next. Well, like yeah, like Endgame is like, like the. The yeah. next one is called Endgame, and it's like yeah. the final spoilers, one. by the way. Next well, that's what the code word for no one. Knows. It's probably going to be. It's probably going to be killed. They can change it. The Russo brothers can change. Yeah, they'll probably change it. But yeah, um, but it's it's like when we were watching sort of those earlier, um, those earlier films, those earlier Marvel films, we kind of knew where they were going. Mm-hmm. So like, you know, when Thor Ragnarok happened, it was like, okay, cool. This is like completely no. unrelated to. Infinity War, but it's like a good bish bash, and then we it know ends. Leading up to that, and we know what it leads into, and then like even like Black Panther, it's like it was just one big subplot, but we know what it leads into. So it's like okay, this is fine, you know it. 
it's introducing a character it's that progressing is, the world. That's going to yeah, it's introducing yeah. character that needs to be there for Infinity War. Everyone was like, "This is fine because Infinity War." You know, even the films that weren't super good, still progressing the world. Like Black Panther, you could argue, not like not the best one. Pretty of the past pretty phase three. Possible. It was just good. Yeah, but like not like you know, it's no Homecoming. It's, it's no not Homecoming of Guardians two. Um, yeah, but everyone was like, "This is fine." Because Infinity War. And, like, it leads into Infinity War. Mm -hmm. You think about Star Wars. So, like, the original trilogy, that's just, like, groundbreaking. That's your Iron Man 1, 2, 3. Like, they don't... Or, like, your pre-Avengers films. Like, they don't actually have to lead anywhere. No. They're just good on their own. They or just at least do their they're own decent thing. on their own. Well, it's they're like the new. first Alien film. Yeah. Like, new. you just go, this is, like, something no one's ever done. Yeah, they knew they're fresh. It builds an audience because it's, like, yeah. it's really interesting. When you have the prequels, the prequels are interesting because... The prequels had an end point. We knew what the end of the prequels was yeah. going to be. Darth it was going to be Darth Vader. Yeah. So even though those films stumbled and they aren't amazing, you can still look back at them and be like, they're still kind of enjoyable to watch if you if you take if you kind of just ignore the garbage. Sure. They're going Cause, somewhere. Yeah, because yeah. you, you you can follow the the leads and you can be like, that's really cool because I know where this is leading. Mm -hmm. And it's like the same with the sort of pre-Infinity War films where it's just like, you know, they kind of give like little little bits here and there, well, like, little, yeah. little spicy moments where you're like, that's cool because that's going to happen I mean, in even Infinity like War. Solo and Rogue One are both like that. Where they... Yeah. They, they, they have an end point yeah. so you know I mean, where... Rogue Solo one, to a less degree. Rogue One Rogue, is pretty Rogue on Rogue One the to the point where it's like a fault. But like <laughs> Solo to the point where like some of that works and some of it doesn't. Like the shooting first thing was awesome. But some of the other stuff was like the fact that his name was Solo is because he's alone. Like that doesn't work. Yeah. But like, yeah, you know where it's going. Yeah, like Rogue One, the 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 best part of Rogue One is the Darth Vader scene because that just pulls you right. Like that's literally like you know exactly when that scene starts. You're like, we're about to fucking see Darth Vader. Problem, like that, yeah. and that that's like a five. That's it's like, like 10, 10 seconds. Why don't you just make of it? Just gets you going. Just make a Darth Vader film. Anyway, I think that film <laughs> anyway. is dog shit. But yeah. Oh, I mean, it is. But like, it it goes somewhere. You yes. you know what's gonna happen. So. What so are you, watching what are you it, trying to say? So the faults of something like Rogue One, you're able to like, when you're watching it, you're able to be like, yeah, whatever, I don't care because I know what's going to happen. So you're able to kind of just be like, you're able to just only engage with the things that actually matter to the story right external to the film so you mark up the faults as like well that's a that's a result that's of just, them trying to get to the point yeah so th there's there's stuff that is only relevant to the current film you're watching and then there's el there's little pillars that are relevant to the rest of the, the overarching yeah and as long yeah. as those pillars are good most people would be like it was a cool film because it had all these cool nods to the rest of the series even though the film was dog yeah. shit. And it's like hey, Tony Stark was in that one. Yeah. He's in all of them. Like, and yeah, 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 and it's yeah. like those pillars that kind of connect you to the whole universe and they make you feel good. Current yeah, well, Star Wars and also cuz you feel like you know something yeah. that like you're in the cinema and you're like, "Oh, well like I understood that reference." And you yeah. feel kind of like you're in on the narrative. So like current Star Wars has nothing. <laughs> we don't know. We have no idea where it's going. Cuz they've ditched and so much of like Obviously, all the and, previous canon stuff. Yeah, and the, the only pillars you have are pillars to the original trilogy, which just make people spiteful. Yeah, or that's it because they don't even they don't even look at the prequels. So yeah, there's no pillars to the pre well except for Darth Maul. Darth Maul, which that is was, the great. Which, but yeah, again, like that was like that's the best part of the prequels <laughs> is yeah. Darth Maul. So pulling a pillar from Darth from the prequel being Darth Maul and putting it in 
solo made that made you get excited you're like i'm excited for the next solo film because i think there's going to be more darth maul but it's like episode nine fucking i don't know what's going to happen i think this feeds into like a larger issue with the way that like with film and culture yeah no exactly the way that okay so like this has been it's been said to death like you know this whole thing of like prequels and sequels Mm. and like no one has original ip anymore like sure whatever like that's a discussion for someone else but i think what you've hit on is interesting to me because i think there is this like insecurity that like this and apparently with some was like it's rampant where there is this just this this people are so unsure of what's gonna happen yeah so unsure they're so afraid of what the next step in the in the saga might be that they lash out and like whatever yeah you know whatever anxiety they're feeling in like their actual life they lash out to this extent where it's like <laughs> you know they're doing these death threats and these rape down and all of these things they're doing and it's because they don't know what's going to happen next and it's like like at least you know this isn't like an episode six situation where like you know that was that was purely uncharted territory where it was like what happens next is exciting now it's like people are. People are like angry at the possibility of what happens next, right? Well, because because after like six to seven, like you went from like Return to uh, Force Awakens, and like that is such a jump. Like okay, again, because we hadn't had Star Wars for so long, yeah, like an actual Star Wars film that there was sort of like this uh, sacred protectiveness to it, where it was People like people were like, don't don't touch yeah. six. It was yeah. like owned by a generation. So they're like, right? all right, we'll put a 20 year gap. Between and that was, and like what that, what the result was. That's a was, smart idea. Yeah. yeah. And the result was like a, a Star Wars for a new generation. Yeah, and I know that you don't want to hear that. <laughs> if you love Star Wars, but like it's not for you. You're 35. Go out and talk to real humans. This is for kids who are like, Looking yep. for something new and exciting to believe in. You look at like um it's to sell toys. You don't buy toys. Yeah, I like hope you, if you're thirty five. You look at like um like sort of the like people who are getting excited for this film and they're like, yeah, it's like twelve year olds. Like you have like you have like kids swinging Dope, you have kids swinging around like the um like the toy they bloody play fighting with lightsabers. The toy the bloody cross cross crossblade fucking whatever Kylo Ren's lightsaber. Like it's oh, the yeah. coolest thing it's ever. It's so cool. And it's like yeah. every all these all these and like everyone else was like, oh, that wouldn't work as a real lightsaber. It's like kids don't give a fuck. And they're just having and, like a great time. And kids are the target audience was that like ones. yeah. And the, the I think you know when people are talking about like oh you know these aren't for us you, you know, these films are no good blah, blah. it's like yeah but like think about and, and again like remember when you were a kid <clears> right and because kids don't get this anymore because the internet exists and like iPhones all this bullshit like mm. but there there I, I was I, I tweeted about this the other day because I was thinking about it um because I, I I was going through my old belongings because I've just moved as those of you who follow this podcast know and um I was drudging through old boxes and I found this bunch of old original Xbox games. Yeah. And they were in my car for like a week and a half because I just couldn't be fucked to move them. <laughs> but I finally moved them out. And I was like looking through them and they had these instruction booklets, right? Oh my God. But instruction here's, manuals. But here's the thing. Here's what blew my mind is I was fli- I just was like flipping through them. And like one of them was for like a Lord of the Rings. I think it was like the, the Return of the King, which is like one yeah, of the yeah. best Lord of the Rings games. And I was flipping through it and I was like remembering the excitement that I felt in the car on the drive home reading, reading the booklet. It. I like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I remember I have this distinct memory of like, I flipped a page. It was like the end of the booklet. And there was like a page for notes. And I was like, this game is so good. You have to take notes. (laughs) Oh my, I was like so excited. And I got home and I played it. And it was like better than what I thought it would be. But like, there was just this excitement that I felt because I was young and it was exciting. And it's like these fucking 
dudes who were like middle aged, you know. I'm like, we're gonna remake <sighs> Star Wars. Like, kids love it. They're walking around with like Kylo Ren's lightsaber, and one yeah. of them is dressed as Ray, and they're make believe. And that's who Star Wars is for. It's the fucking the kid at the end of the Last Jedi who's got the he does the Force yeah. burn thing. That's not like an allusion to like a greater. He's gonna become a hero later. It's like no, like that's the this kid. film is for children. Yeah. To like feel that excitement and that imagine they're space wizards and it's exciting and it's fun and it's different and it's it's interesting to them and we just happen to be a generation that gets to enjoy that also and I'm so tired of people pretending it's for them when like Ryan Johnson doesn't think of a fuck what you think <laughs> he was trying to sell a film to kids that also sold toys yeah. that was good and like had interesting characters and yeah. The Kento Bite stuff is dog shit nonsense. Yeah, it's just bad. It's just bad writing and bad I mean, filming. And, like, every every part of it is bad. I think the actors are possible in it. <clears throat> and then when they kiss on the salt planet, I'm like, did they have chemistry? I don't think they did. But, like, it's like, sure, whatever. Like, that's a... They I think they do... could get... A, I mean, they, they just need more films. They, they had just to sell, need, like, more time together. Yeah, they had to sell, like, toys yeah. from a casino. Like, I get it. Yeah. That's fine. But why this, why this insistence on closing the discourse and being like, well... We're gonna make a. No- we're gonna remake it, and we're gonna fix it. So, you if know? we have if we have time, I want to talk about this remake oh, situation. We can, yeah, go for it. Because I I'm a big proponent of the um the prequel edit. So there there was a group of people who took, and also so there's like there's a there's the prequel edit, and then there's a big group of people who um sort of are original trilogy archivists. So I'll get back get to that in later. Mm-hmm. So the prequel edit, there's like a four hour edit of all three of the prequel films that they were just like we just want to take the best bits and kind of make the the prequels into one film like one really long film do they keep any of phantom they only keep uh dual fates do they flash back to it or is it no it the film opens with dual fates <gasps> yeah that would have been so cool and only dual fates no cutaways to the other two things <gasps> that are happening well I, we we, we so did a recut s- of that on our channel it looks amazing yeah so Many you see ago. you know it, yeah it opens with um obi-wan seeing the death of his leader and him saying you have to protect the boy and at this stage you don't know who the boy is and then it's like <sighs> 20 years later the boy's grown up oh that's so good and then you it gets a little bit of the love story between him and to be fair that that plot really works yeah, it's just it's just the CG suffocated pair. by the rest yeah. of the film. Yeah. The, they keep the CG pair, which I feel like they just did for a meme because that is fucking hilarious. Um, He's also a real tool. That's yeah, kind of the and then of yeah, and then the film ends with the you know the film like it cuts out like it cuts out Grievous, it cuts out um, cuts out Dooku, most of Dooku, it cuts out the Dooku Yoda fighter, cuts out pretty much most of two as well. So mm-hmm. there's like there's tw- there's five minutes of one, there's like twenty minutes of two, and then the rest of it's just three. Well, three is the best. Three is the best one. Um, and I think that's really good because that's not this weird kind of like anti like fun <laughs> thing that yeah, like the remake it's is. Trying to, they're it's just positive, like weird, right? weird, weird. Yeah, it's 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 creation. Like they're taking an existing thing and going let's just like let's just like morph this into something that's that so we think awesome is really cool. i love that yeah and then and so and then sort of similar to that the the original trilogy sort of um i guess like archival system program is people sort of going okay george lucas kept re-releasing the original trilogy with like special effects and different it. edits and him trying to like fix them people are like no the, the original was fine so there's a group of people who have been trying to sort of find and touch up the, 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 the most pure version of the original like they can find so like you know some guy was like 
you know, like, oh, the v- so originally it was just the VHS and like, but that looks really shitty. So and then some guy was like, it was released like once on Laserdisc in this country and, and it wasn't it. touched. Then they got a copy and I then they, they uploaded it and then they did some digital retouching to fix the coloring. Yeah. And then they, they, they sell like DVDs of it now and like stuff That's like so that. Cool. And it's like all of the money goes, they don't like keep the money because obviously legal reasons of that. But, you know, they distribute this version of the original trilogy they're, they're that making is like something positive yeah for them is like they were like we enjoy this film so much he is like the best version of it so cool but this remake is like we fucking hate this it's, film it's, so we're gonna throw it in the bin and replace it and we're not gonna fuck ridley get her out of here she's the worst part of the film it's only gonna be about luke skywalker it's, and it's, it's like it's the opposite of <laughs> what star wars means like, you're not contributing anything <laughs> like you, okay. you feel like you're adding like you're not. You're, you're not. You're, you're actually just kind of taking things down. away. Yeah. There's, so I, I was talking to someone online the other day. Um, someone had emailed me about something, and you'll know who you are if you listen to this. <laughs> um, really nice guy, but like, had emailed me something quite aggressive, and I emailed back, and I was like, hey, we should talk about this. Like, I had this interesting opinion. We chatted. Um, and what we're talking about was like, I, I did this um, video essay about like the Dark Tower, and if you could like fix it. And oh, my yeah, ultimate yeah. conclusion was like, probably not. Like, it was. It's kind of bad. It, well, like, there were too many directors involved, and it just kind of felt... It was nothing, right? Yeah. But, like, they were interested in, like, why I thought that I had the right to, like, reshape it into something that I thought it could be good. Like, they were, like, offended that I'd messed with something someone else had created. And something that I was interested in was... I pointed in... To, so, the Nerdwriter has this video where he um, re-edits Passengers. Yeah. And he changed... And it's really interesting, because he doesn't, like... It's not like a presumptive thing where he's like, this film's bad. He's like, oh, this film could have been different and really interesting to me, so I'm going to reshape it to be that. And that, like, and it's, he's and it's, creating something positive and new. And it's not like these edits you know? are going like, like, oh, the originals suck. These, this is what you got to watch. It's, it's more of a case of, like... His supplementary. We like this... But, like, we like it enough that we're going to put effort in into making a version that we enjoy. And that's what people who make, like, Star Wars fan films. Yeah. Which they're all set in a forest for some reason. Um, I guess it's an easy set to <laughs> Everyone's find. got access to a forest, uh, yeah. yeah. But, like, they're really cool and interesting. And, like, it's, you know, it's usually, like, two minutes of, like, poorly delivered exposition and, like, a lightsaber fight. And usually, like, really cool because it's like, my God, <laughs> someone is making something. Yeah. And that's so exciting and cool. The thing that I hate about this discussion that's happened is... And, like, again, like, it's a bunch of people who are really just spitefully putting down, like, and, you know, this is the thing that bothers me. A lot of people worked on that film. Like, a lot of people worked on The Last Jedi. Yeah, it's not just People with families and wives and friends and, like, a professional career and some fucking middle-aged dude or some kid on the internet is, like, telling them, like, this film is bad, I hate you, you're the worst. And, like, they're just turning up to work and, like, making their salary and going home and, like, hanging out with yeah. their kids and their wife or their, their husband or whatever. And, like, that sucks to me that, you know, you can't just have the modicum of respect to be like, I didn't enjoy this particular version of it, but here's a really positive thing I've done from it and I've learned from. But, no, they just go, we hate it, let's redo it, here's all the money. Like, what, what are you trying to do? Like, it's Disney. Yeah. I, I don't understand, like... You know, and they say, oh, we'll distribute it. We'll show it in theaters. How? Yeah. <laughs> Do you not know, understand how, like, distribution rights work? Like, none I, of that makes sense. Why would Lucasfilm be like, yeah, you can distribute this on our behalf? Like, do they just have no idea how I, films work? I have, like, an inkling that, like, the whole, like, Jedi remake is, is just, like, an elaborate troll. Which, like... Oh, God, I would love but, 
if it if it is like even if it is or like it probably is like i'm like the fact that they've just put up like a pledge website we don't actually have to give money like it's 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 like i mean that pose law it's either like it's dumb enough it's either an idiot or it's like an elaborate troll but like to be real even if it isn't like regardless of what the status of the remake is whether it's like legit or just some guy being really snarky the the discourse that is like surrounded it has really yeah it's like it's brought to light that there are people who exist who legitimately want that to happen. Yeah. And then there are the people who are like either crazy enough or funny enough to sort of pretend like Which they're I doing it. Which I kind of love. Or yeah. attempt to do it. I don't know. Like, who knows? It's probably a troll. I'm putting my money on it being a troll. I would kind of love but... to see it, though. Just to, just, <laughs> like, just to see what they make. Like, because like, how you... Uh, the, I think that this, this comes back to like something that we've talked about so many fucking times. Which is like, it's really easy to say this is bad. But it's really hard to say, I enjoyed this despite its flaws. And it's also really hard to make things. Like, that's, like, okay, here's what you do if you're an actual, like, grown-ass human adult. You see The Last Jedi and you go, uh, that rubbed me the wrong way. I thought it was bad. I thought that the representation was, like, you know, uh, which is, like, straw-polling to, like, get people. Like, Like, make something better. Like, be like, okay, well, I've made good art. Here it is. Enjoy it. I'm successful. But they, they don't. They just go, well, this is bad, and we're going to remake it. Like, no. What if you went, okay, I didn't like that, but I'm going to spend the next three years working on this dope-ass book or this script or this whatever it is, and then putting it into the world and saying, I didn't enjoy that thing, and here's what I but think like, the potential was. Even, like, even you can just make something. Even, like, even if you're not sort of, like, inclined to put creative effort into something, it's like, you can have that opinion and still exist in the world without ruining other people's lives i feel like we we do that when we don't like stuff like we're able to like have a conversation about it without being like we should fucking kill yourself like we have like yeah. a conversation of, like i mean that, that's was, that's was, sort of just we're just talking to human decency but it's well but in <laughs> pop culture it doesn't seem, doesn't need to exist or on the internet yeah i i think there's a you know there's going to be people who are like i think that's bad or like i think this film sucked who like just have no desire to even like make a film Mm -hmm. and like those people you know that's most people but it there's it doesn't it's the kind of thing where it's like just sort of take it for what it is maybe understand that it's moved on star wars is not for you you know it's okay it doesn't matter yeah it's fine also (laughs) like film do you need a hug like because like whenever whenever i see a support group yeah like whenever i see someone on the internet who's like that level of like angry i'm like I just kind of want to hug them because it seems like that to me is like, and this is something that I can't credit or quote the person that first said it, but people on the internet like that are lashing out so that other people feel the pain they're in. And whether it's like, because like, it's probably not about Star Wars. Like a a big life lesson. (laughs) Yeah. Like a big life lesson. This isn't like part of the pop culture discussion. A big life lesson is when people do something bad to you, it's almost never about you. It's always about them. Whenever someone is rude to you, it's probably because, like, their husband is in a shitty mood or, like, because their kid was acting up so they didn't get enough sleep or, like, because their boss is an asshole. Like, it's almost exclusively never about you when someone is unpleasant or rude to you unless you are rude to them. So what I would say in this scenario is when you see someone online like that, and this is what I've loved seeing from a few people, is instead of being like, well, you're a fucking idiot, like, treat people like humans, they go, hey, do you need a hug? Are you okay? And that is the right response. When someone is just, like, spewing hate... And being like, Ryan Johnson's a fucking idiot. Daisy Ridley should kill herself. Like, whatever. Like, don't be like, well, these people are lunatics. Be like, hey, are you okay? Like, do you need a hug? Like, what do you... And they're going to be like, go fuck yourself. Fuck. But like, 
like the only way to defeat this shit is to like actually like reach out and be like, hey, is what's up? Like, why are you acting like this? Why do you why are you saying these things? Are you okay? And yeah, it's easy to write these people off as like white supremacists who hate black people and women and stuff. And maybe they do, but like you're never gonna beat them by going, well, these people are fucking morons, even though they are acting like that. Yeah, most people aren't insane. Most people are okay, and they're they, you know they're fairly rational, but they're reacting like that for a reason. I just think in this discussion, if you can help it, try and be. If you're a, if you're like on the side, where you're like, you know what, the film was fine, or I hated it, or I liked it. But whatever, I moved on with my life. Like, try and be at least a bit compassionate to people that are so angry that it seems like they might explode. Because they're probably the people that, if you're nice to them and you try and, like, at least extend, like, some civility, they tend to just be like, oh, I never really thought of that. Or, like, yeah, I'm lashing out because of this. Like, just a tiny bit of compassion goes a super long way. And I feel like that, in general is a good thing to carry forward in any discussion on the internet. Like, just try and treat people like people. I think whether you're driving or on the internet or you're, whatever it is, it's just like a tiny bit of compassion will make the world a better place. And if everyone was a bit nicer, the world would be like a much nicer place. Welcome I don't know how we got to like NPR. The art for philosophy. But, yeah, was, fuck. Yeah. We got very like NPR at the end. Yeah. Though, but what are you going to do? Um, it's We should end the episode, but do you have any final thoughts? Because I just you brought up some really interesting points. And, like, no, that was pretty much it. Yeah, that'll do. Uh, just yeah. don't be a cunt uh, is yeah. the lesson from today's episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, have you got any recommendations? Anything you've been peeping this week? Yes! Oh! I do! First time in a month! What have you been so, checking out? So, we don't have internet. We have nothing at home. Mm-hmm. We we have the TV and that's it. And we, we've been watching this show on SBS. It's a Japanese game show called Versus Arashi. And so, the the gist of the show, it's it's a Japanese game show, so it's a bit wild. But there's a there's like a Japanese boy band group called Arashi. I don't know how to pronounce it. And they basically, they, you know, every week there'll be, like, a team of people from, like, usually, like, a Japanese TV show or, like, a community group or something. And they'll come on and they'll compete in these games against the Arashi team. And, like, it's super basic. The games are kind of silly. Not, like, they're not the weirdest Japan things. Mm-hmm. They're kind of, like, you know, just, like, oh, kicking balls yeah, to like knock no down. No one's bathing in Fanta. Yeah, or, like, bowling. It's, like, a bowling game where the, the bowling balls, like, roll up and down, like, a hill, so it's a bit more, like, yeah. wild. The bowling ball's not a person. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> they're not yeah. bowling people. Yeah. But it's the... It's really well... Either A, it's really well localized, or B, they're actually just fucking hilarious, because, like, the, the banter between all of the all of like the the Arashi team and even some of the the guests who come mm. on is so funny. That's great. It's like that. so it's on SBS which if you're not in Australia that doesn't mean anything to you. But it's called that's that the only place great. I know yeah. where it is. That sounds awesome. Um and yeah, I've, we we watch that like every night cuz we have nothing else to do that's with our great. lives. Um if if you uh, you probably you go on YouTube and find some probably. If, if you oh, you don't have internet, I was gonna say like I've been watching um, Todd Sampson's Body Hack 2.0. Right, and it's really he just did like an episode last week where he went to like these kung fu monks in China and learned kung fu. Oh, that's good. And this dude, like I shit you not, like this this is like this Japanese dude who was like learning kung fu stood there like this, and a guy like broke a wooden beam across his yeah, back, yeah. but like a wooden pillar. Yeah, and he just stood up and he was like, didn't hurt, and I'm like. <laughs> um, but I'm doing that and also I've uh, been playing the I finally bought the uh, the, the Fark uh, uh, the Fallout 4 Far Harbor <laughs> DLC because um, it was on sale and it's really good oh, yeah, also, it's like the best part of Fallout 4 is that DLC I also bought Crash Bandicoot on the Switch yeah I knew you did I've been I've been drilling that to I've death I've finished both Crash 2 and you're 3 already you're such a sad boy <laughs> 
Let me know when you get back on three and tell me how I am. But yeah, it's uh, oh, also Drake's album is really good. If you haven't listened to it, Drake's it's new, new Gorillas album. out as well. Scorpion. Also very good. There's a new Cat Empire song out. There's a lot. Very good. A lot of music. There's a lot of stuff coming out yeah. recently. Yeah. Oh, uh, Florence and the Machines new album is really good as well. Yeah. Um. Yeah. A lot of music this week, which is kind of weird. Right. For the next month, I'm off the hook for of, of suggestions because I, I, I brought, I brought, a, I brought a lot to the table today. That's very like <laughs> pandery to yourself, being like, "Well, it I'm is. off the hook. I did it one time. Did it once. In once two a months, year. I'm good. Once a year. Uh, but where can people find us, Ben? Facebook. Uh, DCMworks Social. YouTube. YouTube.com slash DCMworks. Twitter. At DCM underscore works. Why does that fuck me up? I think it's the at. I the at. Yeah, yeah, you forget that. Yeah. yeah, at DCM underscore works. Patreon. Uh, Patreon.com slash DCM works. Interface part seven is out. I went oh, kind boy. of ham on the editing. Jesus. I like kind of lost it's been my a mind. a while, yeah. And I made it real creepy. Because I had been promising oh, it for a while and I was like, oh, we kind of lost some, you know, we lost some audio. And uh, I made it up with, I, I kind of filled in the blanks with some creepy shit. So really oh, look forward Jesus to that. Jesus Christ. It. It's the first one where I really went in. So I'm, I'm, I'm thinking of like maybe remastering the others once we're done <laughs> and making them also really creepy. <laughs> oh, no. Because some of it, like, I managed to get it to a level where, like... You figured it out? Well, like, when I was editing, I was uncomfortable. And I thought that was a good sign. Oh, that's good. So look yeah. forward to that. If you're a Patreon, uh, $3 plus subscribers get access to that. Uh, but also, my book is out, which is kind of crazy. The came book? Out, came out today. or probably yesterday. out. It's out now. It was out last week, but it's like officially out. Spectacularly out today. Um, <laughs> and if you want to buy that, it's at maynardtrig.com, trig with two G's. Uh, you can buy it there or on Amazon Kindle. iBook apparently is next week, but they've been real froggy with us. The audiobook will come out in the next month or so. We're kind of finalizing that at the moment. Um, it's sort of this weird genre pastiche of like steampunk and sky pirates, and it's really fun and interesting. And I, I spent like two years on it. I'm really proud of it. Uh, if you want to buy that, there is a there should be a promo code in the show notes that will get you like fifteen percent off the ebook. Ooh, but spicy. we also ship paperbacks worldwide, so you can just buy the book if you want, get the hard copy in your hands, and it's buy quite David's thick. So you can maybe like hit someone with it if you wanted to. You Not could, saying you should, but you could. You could kill a man with MaynardTrig.com. You shouldn't, but if you did, you could then burn it, and the the, the evidence is gone. Yeah. So it's like that story where like the woman kills the husband with like the frozen turkey and then when the police come she feeds them the turkey and they eat the murder weapon she doesn't feed them the the husband no that'd be fucked up ben what are <laughs> yeah, you talking but, about yeah. yeah the turkey thing's fine <laughs> the husband the, yeah that's weird yeah. that's not hannibal uh you can buy the book manartrick.com two g's uh would appreciate it and patreons have probably got the post about how to get your signed copy by now it's gonna be really complicated so bear with me as we go through it but if you're a patreon check out yeah david doesn't know how to sign his name yet so i can't actually rough. read it's been yeah. a complicated pro i've been using um dragon so you're gonna have to wait to... you're gonna have to wait a bit for yeah, us yeah tune in for we that got some stuff to work out it's look it's a process We're sending him to number works so. yeah it's tough uh, i need to go to like a tuition school or yeah. something but otherwise if you want to follow us individually i'm at dcm hip hop i'm at literal citrus and we will see you guys next week it was probably a song that reminded me of it, or I'd done an Arnold's What's a Nigger voice. Writing is definitely an isolating thing. From an yeah. outside perspective, that's weird as well. It makes fun. us look really um, mental. But that is because of what it kind of said about art. Did I? That had fun in bits. There were fun bits. We, went and, we went and bought a value pack of straps. Oh my god, we did. There is a big lesson here to learn about storytelling. 